بسم الله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فهو المهتد ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله وبعد إن شاء الله بإذن الله ويكنتنيوم إذا الدروس المهمة لعامة الأمة The important lessons for every Muslim and we are still on ahkam al-janaiz or the funeral rites and the last time we were together we took the position of the imam where does the imam stand when they are praying salatul janaza and today inshallah we're moving on to a new topic and we are talking about yani ahkam al-dafn the rulings of al-dafn or the rulings of the burial of the deceased قال رحمه الله المشروع تعميق القبر إلى وسط الرجل الشيخ بن باز رحمه الله said what is prescribed is to dig the grave deep up to وسط الرجل up to the waist of a man لقوله صلى الله عليه وسلم احفروا وأوسعوا وأعمقوا that the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he said in the authentic hadith he said dig the grave and dig it deep and dig it wide ولم يأتي عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم حد في التعميق that there is no set length that came from the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم about the exact depth that the grave should be وقد اختلف في حد الإعماق there is a difference of opinion amongst the scholars about how deep the grave should be فقيل قامة وقيل إلى الصرة وقيل إلى الصدر وهي متقاربة some said it should be the height of the deceased and some said it should be the height of the navel يعني where the navel of the person is وقيل إلى الصدر up to the chest وهي متقاربة يعني there's not much difference between these depths ويكفي من ذلك ما يمنع ظهور الرائحة يعني sufficient in that is يعني so that the smell doesn't come out of the grave ووصول السباع والكلاب and so that the wild animals cannot reach the deceased once they have been buried ويراعى في حال الأرض من صلابة ورخاوة and you consider the earth is it rocky earth or is it soft earth you take this into consideration when you are digging the grave ويكون فيه لحد من جهة القبلة and that there is a لحد there is a لحد to the side of the قبلة once you have dug the grave there is a لحد a لحد is essentially a niche a niche that you dig in the side of the grave أي بعد أن يعمق القبر يجعل في أسفله لحد من جهة القبلة once the grave has been dug you dig a niche to the side that is the side of the قبلة بحيث يدخل فيه الميت because this is where the deceased will be inserted وسمي لحدا لأنه مائل عن سمت القبر وفي الحديث اللحد لنا والشق لغيرنا and why was it called a لحد because linguistically a لحد means slanted the لحد is slanted from the straightness of the grave essentially and the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said al-lahd lana wa-shaq li-ghayrina he said that the lahd is for us and al-shaq is for other than us and we take from this hadith that the lahd is preferred but the shaq the shaq is what they perform here in Canberra where they dig the grave and they put the stones in and then they put it on top without digging the niche this is called al-shaq this one is permissible but the preferred yani way of burying it is with the lahd is with the niche وَيُجْعَلُ الْمَيِّتُ عَلَى جَنْبِهِ الْأَيْمَنِ that when the deceased is placed in the قبر they are placed on their right side وَوَجْهُ قُبَالَةُ القبلة that means they are facing the qibla on the right side facing the qibla وَعَلَى هَذَا جَرَى عَمَلُ أَهْلِ الْإِسْلَامِ مِنْ عَهْدِ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ and this has been done since the time of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم وفي الحديث في عد النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم للكبائر قال واستحلال البيت الحرام قبلتكم أحياء وأمواتا that when the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he mentioned some of the kabair, some of the major sins, he said to violate the sacred house, yani to violate the Kaaba, the sanctity of the Kaaba, which is your qibla in your life and in your death. 
And the knots which tie the shroud, they are undone, but they are not removed, they are left there. Because they are no longer required. The reason why you tied it around the shroud is so that the shroud doesn't blow away and that the deceased is uncovered. So once they are in the grave, the knots are no longer required. That some of the tabi'een, this has been narrated that they used to do this. That this matter was known amongst the Salaf. And that the face is not uncovered. The face is left covered. Yani the shroud covers the face and it is not uncovered in any way because there is no evidence to show that the face should be uncovered. And then an the bricks are placed over the lahad. The bricks are placed over the niche that was dug and it is cemented with clay or something similar so that it is stabilized and you place these bricks so that the dirt when it is poured over them doesn't go onto the deceased that means it is a protection for the deceased so that the sand doesn't come on them when you cover them with the dirt so that no dirt enters the lahad or enters the niche he said in his sickness that he died from he said that he said before he died he said dig a niche for me in the grave and then put bricks over the niche as was done to the Prophet and if bricks are not available, then you can use something similar such as planks or stones or pieces of wood, anything which protects the deceased from the dirt when it is poured over them. This is a principle, it means you fear Allah or you obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala according to your capacity. And then after that, the dirt is poured over the deceased. Yani once they've been placed in the lahad, in the niche, and the stones have been put over them, and then the dirt is poured over them. Because Aisha radiallahu anha, she said, we did not know of the burial of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam until we heard the shovels, until we heard the sound of the shovels, yani the shovels that were collecting the dirt to be poured over the grave of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. وَلِقَوْلِ فَاطِمَةَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهَا أَطَابَتْ أَنفُسُكُمْ أَنْ تَحْثُوا عَلَى رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ التُّرَابِ That Fatima رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهَا She said, do you feel good after throwing dirt over the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم وَيُسْتَحَبُّ أَنْ يُقَالَ عِنْدَ ذَلِكَ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ وَعَلَى مِلَّةِ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ And when you place the deceased in the grave, you say بِسْمِ اللَّهِ وَعَلَى مِلَّةِ اللَّهِ You say in the name of Allah and upon the millah, upon the religion of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم لحديث ابن عمر رضي الله عنهما قال كان النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم إذا أدخل الميت القبر قال بسم الله وعلى ملتي رسول الله وفي رواية وعلى سنة رسول الله because of the hadith of Ibn Umar رضي الله عنهما he said that when the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم used to يعني enter the deceased into the grave he would say بسم الله وعلى ملتي رسول الله he would say in the name of Allah and upon the religion of the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم and in another narration وعلى سنة رسول الله upon the sunnah of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم ويرفع القبر قدر شبر مسنما أي على هيئة السنام 
and that the grave is raised. It is raised qadr al-shibrin. A shibr is an arm span, musannaman, in the shape of a, of a hump. If you know the hump of the camel, it is raised in this manner. Ay ala hayati salam lithubuti thalika fi sifati qabri al-nabiyya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa sahibayhi. Because this is what was done to the grave of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the grave of Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu and the grave of Umar radiallahu anhu. That it was raised an arm span. وَلِيُعْلَمَ أَنَّهُ قَبْرٌ فَلَا يُهَانَ And so that it is known that it is a grave and it is not desecrated in any way. وَيُوضَعُ عَلَيْهِ حَصْبًا إِن تَيَسَّرَ ذَلِكَ وَيُرَشُّ بِالْمَاءِ And pebbles are placed over the dirt of the grave when it is raised, if that is possible. وَيُرَشُّ بِالْمَاءِ And it is sprinkled or sprayed with water. لِتُحْفَظُ تُرْبَةُ الْقَبْرِ So that the dirt of the grave that has been raised is preserved and it doesn't fly away. fly away if a wind comes and there is no harm in placing a stone or something similar so that it is marked and it is known to be a grave that Anas narrates that when the Prophet he buried Uthman ibn Madghun he placed a stone there it is not like the graves we see today where they have the names and the dates which is a bid'ah and an innovation in the deen. وَيُشْرَعُ لِلْمُشَيِّعِينَ أَنْ يَقِفُوا عِنْدَ الْقَبْرِ It is prescribed for those who have come to attend the burial to stand at the grave. أَيْ بَعْدَ الْفَرَاغِ مِنَ الدَّفْنِ مِنْ أَجْلِ الدُّعَاءِ لِلْمَيِّتِ That means they stand at the grave after it has been buried so that they can make dua for the deceased. وَيَدْعُوا لِلْمَيِّتِ لِأَنَّ النَّبِيَ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ كَانَ إِذَا فَرَغَ مِنْ دَفْنِ الْمَيِّتِ because the Prophet ﷺ, when he finished the burial of the deceased, he would stand at the grave and he would say, استغفروا لأخيكم Seek forgiveness for your brother. وَاسْأَلُوا لَهُ التَّثْبِيتِ And ask for him steadfastness. فَإِنَّهُ الْآنَ يُسْأَلْ He is now being questioned. You know the questions of the grave. وَذَلِكَ فِي حَدِيثِ عُثْمَانِ بْنَ عَفَّانِ قَالَ كَانَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ إِذَا فَرَغَ مِنْ دَفْنِ الْمَيِّتِ وَقَفَ عَلَيْهِ فَقَالَ اسْتَغْفِرُوا لِأَخِيكُمْ وَاسْأَلُوا لَهُ التَّثْبِيتِ فَإِنَّهُ الْآنَ يُسْأَلْ This is the hadith of Uthman ibn Affan that the Prophet ﷺ when he used to finish burying the deceased he would stand at the grave and he would say استغفروا لأخيكم Seek forgiveness for your brother وَسَلُوا لَهُ التَّثْبِيتِ And ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep him steadfast فَإِنَّهُ الْآنَ يُسْأَلْ For now he is being questioned and we must make clear that the dua that is made at the grave of the deceased is not a group dua where someone makes a dua and everyone says Ameen it is an individual dua which each person makes for the deceased otherwise the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he wouldn't have told them make dua for the deceased he would have made dua and everyone would have said Ameen behind him and inshallah we'll stop here سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك أشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت أستغفرك وأتوب إليك وجزاكم الله خير